Texas, Augusta Elite, Ring of Honor's Death Before Dishonor review. Let's let's get to it. I will like I will talk about the match cards. We have the zero hour. Like let's see, zero hour. Okay, a zero. Will Nightingale? We have Tennessee's Brian Cage, Tonga Leoa, and Khan versus the three other competitors. Cole Cabana versus Anthony Henry of the Workhorsemen. That's three. And the fourth, it was, it was, oh yeah. Uh, fourth one was Cheeseburger and Eli Isom versus Arya Davari, and I forgot who his partner was. Mm. Uh, it was Eli. Yay! Yeah. Let's start with Willow versus Alice, Alice and Kay. This was a good women's match. They showcased what they did. Yeah, I actually yeah. really enjoyed this match. Yeah. Will Nightingale's getting better every match, and hopefully Allison K can get some show off here soon because she has really good wrestling skills. But Will Nightingale is really good in the ring here, and I'm I, I'm I guess we'll have to find out because I feel like Will Nightingale is probably going to get into the Ring of Honor Women's Title shot soon. But yeah. we'll talk about that when it gets there. Yeah. Okay. And now we're going to Coca Battle versus Anthony Henry. This was a good matchup with Cocabana being the veteran and Anthony Henry, a, a young veteran, facing each other. We had some action from the other workhorsemen, his partner. Um, this match was, it was good. It was fine. It was what it needed to be. Anthony Henry getting, Anthony Henry, I don't know why I said it like that. Anthony Henry finally getting a spot on um, a Ring of Honor pay-per-view, even if it's zero hour, it still counts, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And formerly known as J.D. Drake, for all you Evolve fans, uh, J.D. Drake is a very good in-ring worker, so I I really enjoyed it. And we have the Trustbusters, Ari Devari, J versus Shinobi, Shadow Squad, Cheeseburger, Eli Elam. This was a great tag team matchup. We saw some cheeseburger and some action. Then we also got showcase of the Trust Busters, Ari Davari and Slim J. They shown pretty good skills. What do you think in your opinion on the match? I love this match. Cheeseburger and Eli Isom. I love them as a team, man. They're really good in ring as a team. And they showcased a lot here. Sure, sure. I will say this. Sure, maybe it was a short match, but. I will say this: it was a, it was a, it, it was good showing by Cheeseburger and Eli Isom. I don't care what anyone says. I think that Cheeseburger and Eli Isom are two of the best young. Um, Cheeseburger's even that young anymore, is he? I don't even know. I, don't, I forgot their age, but uh, they they are pretty good in the ring. So I'm looking forward to seeing where they go from here. But good, really good match with the right team winning. All right, we have the Brian the Acme versus Alex Christian and Tony Duncan. This was a great matchup from the showcase from Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony. They destroyed their opponents. We also knew that the, the embassy has is, is been brought back to the Ring of Honor with. This was yeah. a murder. 
it was such a good match. Just because I, first off, I love Brian Cage. Let me make that out of the clear. I'm a huge Brian Cage fan. Two, I'm a huge Blake Christian fan. Three, I'm a big Tony Deppen fan. And four, I'm a big Alex Zane fan. Put all those together makes a great match. So I, I actually really enjoyed this match. Again, the right team won. Brian Cage. He, he Brian Cage has a big future if they, if they book him well. But, but what are your thoughts on this match? This was a good showcase with Brian Cage and the Gates of Agony. It was, it was a showcase good skills. And, and yeah, it was. Good. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we. All right, here the match card. We got the Ring of Our World Champion John Gresham versus Castellano Castellani. We have the ROA Six Man Tag Champions, the Arches versus Don Castle and the Boys. We have the Arches Pure Championship, William Utah versus Daniel Garcia. We have Rouge versus Jang Lee. ROA's Women's Championship, Mer- Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb. <laughs> Champions Mojo versus Jay Lethal. ROA's Tag Team Championship, Chelsea Falls. Matia versus the Bristol So let's. So let's talk about the pay-per-view. The paper was so good. At times, the crowd seemed dead, but there were several people attesting that the crowd was hot, and audio, the audio of that pay-per-view didn't pick it up. Regardless of the show, what my pick six-man title match, that match has some good wrestling. The Tate Broy, Brandon Jobber is my opinion, but Castle has the charisma from Miles. He got the, he got the crowd interested in the match with awesome and no build. But the rest of the card was just great. Despite all the rumors, Gresham versus Claudia was a good match. That may have ended a bit suddenly. Martinez versus D started a bit slow, but it was great by the end. I was still convinced that D died after the suplex from the top rope. But Cubs no sold it. The match. We had Yuna and Garcia. It was two good young wrestlers of the future of, of AEW, in my opinion. And besides, the Rush vs. Lee was a good match. It, it stirred the Sash Rush as an asshole that would trick his brother. Regardless, it was a good matchup. We got Joe versus Lethal was a war. Lethal never seemed to never fail to oppress me. Joe looked like he hasn't missed a beat. This was still a good matchup. We got the first match with FBI for the match of the year. It was like two tag teams like ready to duke it out, ready to destroy each other. It was like a great presentation that tag team made event. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what a show. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Wow. Um, first off, I'm gonna say this right off the bat. Why in the I get why they did it. I get why they did it. But why in the hell did the Ring of Honor World Championship open up the show? I don't understand that. Yeah, I, I, apparently, apparently, backstage before the show started, there was a coin flip where the loser gets to open the show and the winner gets the main event. But everyone was winners tonight. <laughs> Such a good show. Um, I'm, I'm happy for my boy Claudio. Happy for my boy um, mm. Dalton finally getting a title. You, you know, it, it, the show was just really good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna point out one thing and that is that finally Claudio is champion. <laughs> finally. Yeah. 
after after literally being in WWE for what? 12 years? No, it's yeah, actually, yeah, 12 years. Wow. And never getting a world championship. And even in NXT yeah. he never won the title. And then finally getting the Ring of Honor world title. That's amazing. Um yeah. So I mean, I I I really enjoyed the opening match. The Dalton yeah, and the boys against the Righteous. Okay, anyway, let's go to uh, all right. Wait, what? Oh, um <laughs> Oh just a little confused, but uh yeah, uh yeah, Dalton and the Boys against the Righteous was really good as well. Dalton and the Boys showcased a lot. Um, finally taking those titles from the Righteous, that was pretty good as well. I, I'm gonna be honest, and Richie, you might agree with me on this, I don't know, but is it just me, or is the Righteous one of the best tag teams going around today? Just, it's so cool to see the Righteous making their entrance, they have really cool wrestling, just the whole appeal of the Righteous, they're one of the best stables right now in wrestling. Would you, so... But, uh, I was talking about the Claudio and Gresham match. This match literally showcased Claudio as being worthy of a world championship. And I will say this right now. Don't you find it hardly interesting that the day after Vince McMahon retires, Cesaro gets a world championship? The day after? I find that pretty cool. Um, but... I don't, I don't know. I'm happy for uh, Claudio. He he deserves this moment. So, I'm happy for him. Um, another thing I wanted to point out, I don't know if you heard this, Richie, but I have a question for you. Yeah? Do you, do you agree with me that the Righteous are one of the best stables going around right now? Because, let's be honest with ourselves, they have the appeal, they have the entrance, they have the wrestling, they have the look, they have the everything. I feel like they are... Top three best stables right now. They're not top two, but they're top three. Because obviously you gotta put the undisputed lead up there. Obviously you got the Bullet Club. You know, I'll put all those up there. But 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 when push comes to, push comes to shove, Righteous are n- number three in the best stables right now. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree in the end. Yeah, because I mean they're just a really good stable and. I'm also happy for Dalton and the boys finally getting some six-man tag team gold. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, so I, I I really enjoyed that match. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I honestly and, and here's one more thing I'll point out about Dalton and the boys. I feel like with Dalton and the boys, right? How old is Dalton Castle? Is he like what, 37, 38 now? I forgot how old he is. Um, he might be even younger than that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's not dirty, so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I really thought that Dalton and the Dalton Castle needed one more championship on his legacy. He's been he's a former Ring of Honor world champion. He's a former Ring of Honor television champion. Now he's a now he he has a Ring of Honor six man tag team titles in its record books. So if and this is an if if somewhere down the line, Dalton Castle can become Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, that will be huge for Dalton Castle's career. So, I've always wanted him to become a Grand Slam Champion in Ring of Honor, so I, I, I really enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, really good match. 
Yeah. People might right, underestimate right. the six man tag, but it was pretty good. Yeah. All right, let's go to the scrums. All right, I'll do the scrums. All right, we got something. Kasai said that he had held a run his first month with the company as a great top off his first world championship run. He mean win said he wanted to take it all and enjoy it. When asked if former cards do good types of wrestling in AEW, he said it was a rhetorical question. He said he has a kind of freedom to express himself in the ring and he has a gift and he loves it. When asked if he felt unappreciated in the past, Casanova said that he didn't know if he was in the field unappreciated because the fans were always on his side. He didn't show tonight's win, put a debate in the rest. He said this was the beginning. He said they are citation champion trying to meet them. Regardless, seeing a brass friend moment. Casting only considers the last moment his brass ring, mentioning his forbidden door debut against Zack Sabre Jr. and the blood and guts match that took place later that week. When asked about John Gresham, and Casanova said after the urge initially shut down in December, Gresham continued to keep Irish world champion alive and respect that. All right, what do you think of Casanova's take? I agree with him. Um, and I will say this: I'm happy for Claudio coming to AEW because not only does it bring like him being Ring of Honor World Champion, for example, right? It brings a lot more eyes to Ring of Honor, and because you gotta have like, for example, if people are just now tuning into Ring of Honor, they'll see the name Claudio Castanoli. People will be like, "Oh my God, that's Cesaro!" They'll they'll tune in more. So the first thing I wanted to say was, "Congrats, Cesaro, on being a part of AEW Ring of Honor." That's cool. Second off, I get the thing he's saying. Um. And I will say this, may Ring of Honor live on forever, because isn't this, what, their 20th year? I'm pretty sure it's their 20th year. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy for Ring of Honor, happy for Claudio, and his take was, it, it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's all your right, thoughts on the take? Will Utah next? Utah said that had all the opportunity is special and didn't know he would be there if there wasn't AEW. He said he should be independent for another five or ten years based on interviews. Garcia came out complaining that Utah pinned him with a roll-up and I wrestling move. Utah dismissed him, said he'll see him on Wednesday. What do you guys say about what Utah said? Hey, yo. First off, Utah and Garcia put on an instant classic at Death Before Dishonor. I'll say that first off. Second off, uh, what really is said, much like Cesaro, I have to agree with him 100%, you know. Um, I am looking forward to seeing where Wheeler Yuta goes from here. Because let's be honest with ourselves for a second. Wheeler Yuta, he, he has a bright future. And right now, with him being Ring of Honor Pure Champion, that's that, that, that means they see something in Wheeler Yuta. You know what I mean? So I see a very bright future in Wheeler Yuta, but... I agree with what he said in the media scrum, and yeah, I'm looking forward to see where really Yuta goes from here. Yeah, okay. Alright, here's one from FTR. That Claro said that Khan left him do something good for himself for wrestling, always trying to leave something behind. To be able to what they have done this year means a lot. Kashima said that they kept going and stopped the overwhelming in the possible way. When that's about wrestling anxieties, Howard said they were going to try and top the last match. The new Brassman crowd would appreciate it. He said that having anxieties about wrestling matches is nothing compared to anxieties of life. He's not on solo. He's taken to a therapist. Rita says there's no stigma when it comes to mental health. Harris said the main event. Show that is where you work for a kind of legacy that they want to leave behind. Rita said they've been proud of their teams and their career. Regardless, 
the end of the show was celebrated for the win with the young fans. They both say they didn't know who the kid was other than his last name was Austin. And Sonic says FTR is the number one fan. They wanted to have a cool moment with him. Then we saw Sting brought up with Hardwood say he's told Sting prior to that match at Arthur Ashe Stadium. If you want to go 30 minutes, they want the team to do it. So after the match, Sting sent a most mail thanking them. He's saying a helped out for the match. He was happy to read the social media posts. They still had it. What do you what is take on this? Dude, I, I, I'm going to say this first off. FTR and the Briscoes put on my favorite match of the year. Um, and that's hard to say because of the first match they had in April, they 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 took that and they made it even better. Um, so I have to thank FTR for that. Second off, what they said was true, you know. Um, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. Here's what I believe is going to happen. At final battle this year, we're going to have... FTR Briscoes one final time, and it's gonna be Briscoes are gonna put their um oh what's one legacy on the line. That was one moment for they're 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 wrestling. If they lose, they retire. I I, I don't know the name of what, yeah. If they lose, they retire. That's what I think they have in the final battle this year. So, and then Briscoes will finally get the win there. So for right now, I'm gonna say FTR the best team in the world right now, and. I I love what they said. I love the match. I I just loved Ring of Honor last night. It was just a really good show. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm I and I agree with oh, I agree with what FTR said. Okay. All right, let's go to Tony Khan. During the Castle interview, Khan mentioned Kanoni was supposed to make a debut on the show as a mystery opponent, but plans changed as the dance and able to compete at Forbidden Door. Regarding the ROH World Championship match open the show, Khan said he wanted to a great match to kick off the show to set the pace for the night. Khan said tonight's night, that Fumas Star show was one of the top three biggest Ring of Our Pay shows ever, a top one of the four highest show, tender shows, and the most tender ROH show that wasn't held during WrestleMania weekend. During the scrum, he only appointed about like 25,000 buys digitally. When asked about CM Punk, Khan says he didn't want to say anything as Punk gave an update on his injury at AEW Comic Con panel and said he's healing on track but couldn't commence his return all out of September. Regarding ROH or AEW integration, Khan suggested we could see that even after ROH got a television deal. He mentioned that New Japan wrestlers could also compete against again in ROH. Khan repeatedly brought this for his first show with Orange and Warner Bros. Discovery worked together by a breach report and got tests from both Warner Brothers and several people collaborating them on his tight show. When asked why he booked Roosh for Dragon Lee, Khan says they have a lot of history and both the match. On Piss Nana buying out Tully Branch Enterprise, Khan says the Blanche is doing well personally, wishing the best, saying he could see him in Orange again in the future. He also praised Nana as an Orange legend. He could have come on the cultural status of the Castle of the Boys, but enjoyed that match. Regardless, the Bristols, they were a big part of the Ring of Iron moving forward as they assigned to long-term deals, but not sure where where they will appear on Dynamite or Rampage. On uh, interview, asked about potential names such as American Alice, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, Brian Malaz, coming after Rawrich. Khan said there are great talents brought back people from Irish past who are on the card tonight, such as Deppin and Slim J. Regarding Slim J, Khan said he should have been wrestling a lot more in the last few decades. There's optimism regarding a TVD appointed to the online box success of tonight's show. Khan praised Mar- says Martinez says tremendous. He calls the situation with Booker T and Nami, Akani's uh, Khan. Signing her, but Khan was able to do so as he made one time appearance out of AEW Central or TV deal. Khan praised Booker T and Jim Cornette. 
And from content, they have the right to criticize the product. They said a lot of corner said the product was fair. Con praised the fire, said everything he knew about business went from his dad, praised him on taking a chance on AEW even when he didn't believe it. Regarding the sale, Con said they ha- it happened very quick. They had to make a decision whether they sell it to the other part of the person it was sold to. Con flatly rejected the idea that Ring of Iron was the development of the league with AEW. AEW Dark as the developmental brand. So, what is your take on the whole Scrum and, and Tony Khan's take? First off, um, I think that he, he, here's what I see happening. He has Dark, he has Elevation. Just go along with me here. Every single week, you use Elevation as Ring of Honor's TV show, and you use Dark for AEW's developmental Dark brand. That's just an idea I'm throwing out there. Second off, um, I, I don't know if you said this. Uh, you might have. You, you'll have to let me know if you did. But uh, when he was asked about Johnny Gargano, he he hit them with a no comment and straightly looked at his phone. So, what what could be happening? We'll have to see. But um, I, I just love what Tony Khan's been doing for this business over the past couple years. And I think he, he, for a lot of wrestling fans, he saved our, um, he saved our interest in wrestling. You know what I mean? Because in 2019, when you just had WWE and TNA, I mean, our impact, and sure, you had a couple hours in New Japan, fine. But still, WWE was so sports entertainment that we were getting super tired of it. And then AEW came around. So, I mean, I, first off, uh, I know Vince McMahon just retired a couple days ago, but I'm thinking Tony Khan right now. Um, but yeah, um, so I mean, I, I agree with what he said. Yeah. 100%. You know what? So yeah, I agree, I agree with that 100%. So, so yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. And yeah. yeah. Uh, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. All right, this was. This was review. This was definitely for the Sonda review. All right, I'll see you all Saturday for Augusta Ali podcast. All right, all right. See you later. See you later.